0: Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, good night, whenever you're listening to this. This is Match Bailey alongside my ticket and partner in crime, Ricardo Medina.
1: Hello, hello, hello.
0: And this is the latest episode of Bears Beaten Bailey, season four. Yep. So um, the Academy Award season is, is um, well, actually on the way. I believe this week at yep. the time of this recording, we're supposed to be getting the um, the official lists of Oscar nominees. So right. with that being said, we will be talking about two movies that we know for sure are going to be nominated for an Academy Award or two. Um the first being Lady Bird. That's uh, yeah. a movie that a lot of people have been praising the High Heaven ever since it came out. Um, right. it's the debut feature film from writer slash um, director Greta Jewig Goig, sorry.
1: Yeah Greta Goig
0: yeah. yeah. Um and the second film is one that I was really excited for. I Tonya. Yeah. Yeah. Uh which is a biopic of sorts about the legendary figure skater Tonya Harding Yeah. Um, apart from all that too i saw well this will actually be the first 2018 movie that um that i'll be reviewing for this uh for this series actually it's called 12 strong Um, this is a war film Um, Star wee boy chris uh, chris hemswood sorry so it's basically two on a horse right which is why which is like um why why we never got to see two on a horse before up until now but anyway um before that i will talk about a marvel tv series uh, but in this case, it didn't come out on Netflix. It came out on Hulu, of all places. Uh, I'll be talking about Season 1 of Runaways. Okay. Right. I don't watch this. Yeah. Um, um, and then,
1: but well, in well, other, other comic news, uh, well, all the little TV shows come back. back. Supergirl came back yes flash came back mm-hmm. right so.
0: um well with the exception of legends of tomorrow which is yeah legends pre- right legends and come back right. yeah but um we got the season premiere of black lightning which i'll confess yes. i yes, haven't yes. watched yet um just just a lot right of I, of I i, I watched up, it um but i just kind of well personally i just don't kind of i really don't want to hype myself up too much i just want the you know when, when i'm ready to watch it not saying i'm gonna ignore right. it completely but um, i just don't want to go in all excited and hyped up for right. something that will eventually grow on me you know
1: Right, I yeah, I uh But is it good? It's it, it's good. It's good actually. It's quite good actually. Um right. but not um not not you know, it's not a big Grong Breaker, ground shaker type, but it's solid. I thought it was a solid premiere, good characterization, everybody likable. Um but it's a pilot so it'll still it have pilot feelings to it no. Yeah, uh,
0: yeah, that's, the thing. that's it. That's why I didn't want to rush into it.
1: Right, it's a pilot. I mean it, um, it, I would say as as good as Flash's pilot, but about a little behind that.
2: All
0: right, um, but
1: I'm um, having, having problems, a lot of problems. And, but this one, it's fine.
0: Okay, but, but, but question, right? Because I only saw like one trailer it from last year. Uh, right. Does this do something a little bit different, like say along the lines of um, like what Luke Cage did in terms of the aesthetic uh, of the blackness of it? Does it do anything? No, no, other? no,
1: yeah, it, it's, it's a CW show. Let's just be clear about that. It doesn't try to do anything new or interesting. That way it feels like a CW show. Um, it's just, you know, way more black people in it.
0: Right. Well, um, which is ways... weird because at least with the netflix marvel shows they do something different and that's what i'll talk about right. here with um with, with runaways but continue right
1: uh no but uh what they do with it is in some ways i would argue it better than Luke Cage in terms of handling quote unquote black issues because what it does it touches upon black issues but they're not too heavy-handed and they, they put things it's well constructed and very conscientious in that way of putting things in its place so there's a character who is into the black lives matter being woke stuff but that character's in their place in the story it, it and serves a purpose quite well. Um, right. The narratives work for the story. Um, the villain looks great, I actually. really like that villain look. Yeah, this kind of weird, kind of albino, you know, the show going on with him. Um, weird. And he, he definitely looks like a bad guy. <laughs>
2: mm-hmm.
1: uh, uh, the main star is, is the star, and he, he works well. Um, and whatever, uh, I forget the uh, actor's name, but he played, well, there's a, a kind of little joke that they had to bring up eventually, but um, the guy who played Raiden in the second Mortal Kombat movie,
0: Oh yeah, that at okay, the actors. Dude. The, uh, yeah. it's slipping
1: my mind right now, but yeah. Uh, oh oh, oh
0: well, well, wannabe Christopher Lambert.
1: Well, yeah, a little bit. Uh, but he he, he is the he's Black Panther's kind of cl- easy the, the tech guy, close he, to he, tech he said guy. Black Panther, right? there. <laughs> Sorry, yeah, said so Black, yeah, Black Lightning's Yeah, tech guy isn't cheap. Um, he is good. It's, but it, it 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 not wow me too wow me fully, but it's solid. I actually like what they do with it, and it's a good intro to the character. And it, it doesn't do a, a typical origin story in its own ways. So, but it, it's good characterization. The acting is quite good. That is a real sell of it. Everybody's very, very good in that way. And, yeah, they does make sure make sure and get it done. It's both written and directed by the same person. I forget the person's name off the top of my head right now. Um, but it's, yeah, I like it for the most part. It has have, have potential. We'll see what they would do with it. Right. Um Cool. Yeah.
0: Um, also, before I forget, well, you know, for e- even if you're not a wrestling head, well, I-, I won't call myself a wrestling head, even though I do occasionally occasionally watch a uh, pay-per-view or two. Um, right. Tomorrow, as in Monday, at the time of this recording, um, WWE Raw will be celebrating its 25th anniversary. Nice. They're going to have a three-hour nice. special. They're going to bring in a bunch of legends. Well, of course, Stone Cold Steve Austin, Steve Austin sorry, is yeah. going to be there because, of course, right. he has to be there. Um, yeah. Undertaker. Yeah. Um, a, lot, a lot of... You know, heavyweights, <laughs> right? Uh, uh, I be making right. So I don't. I
1: I don't start raw. I don't start watching raw from since the beginning. Uh, I, I, I wish started watching.
0: I, did. I, I, I wish it. that I, I got to see during the nineties because, well, right? I, I don't know. It was just something about it, like the raws war era that I missed. Right, exactly. Well, yeah, I'm it, so nineties. That's about, it. Yeah.
1: That's when I got into it. So I mm-hmm. got into it when I was about twelve or thirteen, which was like exactly the age they target for what we call the attitude era. Yeah, um, yeah. I yeah. was about <laughs> six months or so when. Before Stone Cold won the title for the first time, which was which was pretty epic for me. Right. Um, That's what Mike Tyson was there and all that all that bullshit. Yeah. And I was never a, I was never a big fan of Bret Hart and all of that shtick. But uh, to me, it was the perfect marketing approach to how to deal with these characters and why it works so well. Mm-hmm. They granted that they they dial everything back, especially when John Cena came about. Oh. Uh, <laughs> but it to me that period was so great. I mean, it is Mankind falling off the hell in the Cell and all yeah, that yeah. shit
0: classic moment right there yeah.
1: yeah yeah. so all of that all of that undertaker was was he perfectly fit into that paradigm of course Um, Hart was a great figure Shawn michaels is perfectly fit in that paradigm you know the dude you mm-hmm. know playing that whole attitude thing and then with him and triple h the D- D- generation x was D- generation like x, mm-hmm. yeah yeah it was uh, China, you know, yeah, China, probably, probably spark, one of right. the most
0: influential female like wrestlers like ever you know yeah, I mean? yeah yeah i'll, I'll say that she to this so day I mean, uh, yeah,
1: yeah 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 um and then about Stone Cold he wasn't himself he just played the whole whole shtick really really well um they did some great marketing with him why he works so well It's like yeah he's a, he's not underdog necessarily but they played him like one kind of and then they had him do the whole badass truck driving bear swelling yeah, kind, kind of thing
0: <laughs>
1: yeah yeah they make it yeah. they make it totally work and then well, there's a the period when um when the rock came about as well yes 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 uh, that although, was, yeah.
0: although he well and yes he was the one who created the term the word smackdown actually Yes, right, so okay.
1: he, he started, I forget when he actually, when was his first Yeah, I can't
0: remember if he started off in Smackdown itself. No, 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 no. he started, okay. started
1: much earlier than that, but he's, I think he, he came about in 96, I think was his first match, if, if okay, I remember correctly. I, I can't remember. Yeah, and it's great, uh, this period was such a, it was it's huge, I mean the video games came about by that around 2002 or so. Um, Rockwell, Rock started to become a big star because he was in the money, mummy. Yeah. yeah <laughs> he yeah. show 2 graphics.
0: Haku, uh, machete.
1: <laughs> you know? Right. Right, yeah.
2: Yeah.
1: And uh, yeah, uh, Raw, yeah, it's, it's great to see Raw celebrating 25 years. That's great. Um, yeah. JR, Jerry yeah, King, yeah. Lola, Yes, <laughs> yes. Awesome. They're, they're, they're going to be here as well. I Miss, like, I know. Okay, so you know when Daylight Savings hit? Raw was a little too late now, so I had to go to sleep by that time mm. now because it was way too late. Like, it is an end midnight. And i like, yeah, 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 most times you could go to sleep. Um, you couldn't stay up. I couldn't stay up there later at the time. Just I uh, could nobody stay up and then wake up to function in the morning. Right. Um, but if I missed it, what was awesome is that they had um, USC had a, a Saturday morning show that they used to run after the cartoons. So USA had the action extreme team. Yeah, remember that shit. Oh, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. I remember yeah. that. I remember but, that. But um, yeah. it had Action Extreme Team, but when Action Extreme Team played out and finished right after they had Raw, I forget what the name of the program was, but basically, on both, on, I think on both on Saturday and Sunday, they had a, sh- a program that used to just recap everything you miss. Yeah. So just like, a, I think it was like an hour recap. It wasn't long.
0: Yeah, it, it, was that was it was an hour. That was an
1: hour. It was great. So an awesome yeah. period of my childhood yeah so well, well the thing is for re-
0: me um because well sorry to cut you there, but for me um i did not grow up in that as war era unfortunately i didn't have cable you know whatever um but there was a period where um well our local station that was ttt channel 2 actually right. air um wcw monday night nitro right and right, then yeah. it was that moment where um where Vince McMahon in a buying out um, WCW In that moment I was like, oh shit, okay, this is real. And then later yeah. on, his, his son Sheen and up buying WCW and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Now WCW is yeah. no more, but that was when I got right. into Raw around that period. There. Right. And that's when I was introduced to to um, to performers like um, like CM Punk and. Um, right. Kurt Angle of course Brock Lesnar right. you know there's a whole right. bunch of wrestlers came in from that period um, Trish Stratus, right. Lita that was yeah. that
1: was okay so I think it was 2002 or so that's when I exactly that's around the time when I stopped caring about it oh okay. so I would have been okay. I would have, have been 16 at the time I think so mm-hmm. what happened is two things happened couple things I, I would argue up. they changed in name so WWF couldn't call themselves WWF anymore yes. because of World Wildlife Fund yeah um, and they had, and to they had this name.
0: dumb, dumb gimmick, get the F out. I was like, right, right, right.
1: Yeah, and on. I remember, God. yeah, they had to like, try really? to market, market yeah. stuff off. Right, and then if they called himself WWE. It just didn't have the same ring to it. Um, true, 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 true. And then, um, what happened, boy? Oh, that is when they did the big battle. not know, right before that, they did the big battle versus WCW. And they had Stone Cold, Turner, Heel, and Colonel was a good guy. And yeah, this kind of I, I it, that. Mm-hmm. yeah, and it, this kind of it was kind of dumb because the, the big marketing thing was because of 9/11, uh, they had to do big America first, America kick. But so Kurt Angle was perfect for that, mm-hmm. even though Kurt Angle's marketing was kind of a heel before because he was meant to be the douchey American hero. No? Yeah, uh, yeah. But they decided to say, okay, look, I'm Amer- you know 9/11 happened. They had to switch things up, and they end up switching everything up. By the way, we're gonna talk about 9/11 with your movie coming up right oh yeah yeah definitely yeah, yeah right definitely right, right. With, so with, we, with 12 strong mm-hmm. so nice agree. uh yeah. and yeah, yeah i remember at that point it just turned off everything was like eh and then i then i think at the time um we call him undertaker was not really being the undertaker he was this american badass crap yeah, that yeah was i remember that yeah and i think it's like then some then years felt-
0: that he got back to the original right you know. right
1: and by then by then i stopped giving a shit um you know you kind of grow it and yeah it's like okay wrestling is for kids now you know three years before 13 year old ricardo awesome 16 mm-hmm. year old ricardo fuck this <laughs> <laughs> you, yes, yes. you really didn't care you really didn't care i couldn't get myself to care anymore. Yeah. uh by that by that time so you can you just kind of grow it and yeah i occasionally got back to uh just to see a couple of things like i remember when donald trump was there yes, uh, yeah yeah yes. Um, that, that, the
0: that was that was classic actually
1: Right. Yeah. And so uh, yeah, big portent for the future by the way. Mm, and, uh-huh. <laughs> um, and
0: in the end, Vince Gay here, she wolf. Right. And I remember it had a
1: whole bunch of a bunch of stuff, you know, you get his stunner, stunner and then he sell his stunner real bad. <laughs> I remember that. <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: Yeah. Anyway, uh yeah. yeah uh, great it's, it's, great, it's great oh. to see it's great to see um, you know, WWF I've see WWF, WWF, you know, rock got that far um in its run in runtime. Because yeah, Roy is a big staple for a lot of people, you know, in television yeah, you know, yeah exactly
0: it's a, um, and, and and a, good, p- a good launch um launching point for you know for future um actors you know like john cena right, right now he's doing the, the animation thing with Ferdinand, you know well i haven't seen right. it but I heard it's pretty good i think you I heard, probably heard disagree yeah, yeah that's, that's what he you heard i don't know right. but yeah um right. final thing final um i don't know maybe it's just me and maybe because i don't religiously watch these shows and i, I could you know, brag and boast and say, "I've watched right. this from since episode one," but it keeps saying that it's the longest running TV show in history. But um, WWE WWE Monday Night Raw. But is not not The Simpsons' honor? Like, isn't The Simpsons uh, uh, the longest uh, uh, running TV probably. show in
1: history? I well, probably it could, it could probably make the case for most episodes, maybe. Yeah. Um, but now The Simpsons came out earlier. But the, I don't know. It's, it's, I don't know. Yeah. You know, there's crazy the statement, kind of bullshitty. Yeah. But. I'm not sure what it is they're saying exactly. But although, yeah, was...
0: although they, in in their defense, I think the argument is that because Simpsons is a seasonal show, right? Right. Raw no that just goes it has, straight through. So it has that's thing. That's, right.
1: no, that's what I'm saying. It, has, it probably have more episodes in terms of Ro- total number of episodes. Right. But not longest. Okay. Season. So I don't know. I don't, whatever. Yeah. I, I don't care. I don't I shouldn't put that.
0: But, yeah, yeah. I mean? But what I would just say though you know what what's what's really great about about Raw itself um, yeah. even is that they just managed to stick to the formula. They just took something as basic as wrestling and just turned it into sports yeah. entertainment. I no, no, it, yeah, yeah. That, and they just kept yeah. with the formula, even what? though am <laughs> no, a no, little I tired at times. But they just stuck right. with it, you know.
1: No, no, I fully agree with that because that is one thing that Vince McMahon, well, he's, he's Vince McMahon Jr. Actually, um, what he mastered, he understood how to. He just understood good marketing and how to make the joke. There's a old joke about him uh, when I think Ted Turner called him and say, "Hey." hey, Vince, I'm in the wrestling business and, and Vince retorted and say, That's nice. I'm in the I'm in the entertainment business. Um, you know, ah, you totally miss the point. Okay, you totally right, miss right, the point right. if you think if you yeah. think it's about wrestling. It's mm-hmm. not about wrestling, it's, it's theatre. You know, exactly. you remember South Park? Yeah. Remember South Park made that joke about it, that whole episode about you know, they had you the rednecks with, with wine swilling and talking about the wrestling arc mm-hmm. as if it's a big serious theatre thing. Yeah, that's what it was. It's it's so proper for, for dudes. Yeah, that's <laughs> <laughs> what it is, yeah. That's essentially what it is, and yeah. it works. It works quite well, um, but not to say there's not real sacrifice and pain going into that. You know, of the, course, another yeah. old, Another old joke that, that Hulk Hogan used to always say, he um, said, you know, yeah, if you're, if you're saying wrestling is fake, um, okay, that's fine, but I've had nine real back surgeries.
2: Yeah.
1: That's an important point. I mean, a lot of these guys really, really put their life and soul and their body into this, no? um, yeah. and it's, it's serious business. You have to understand that. By the way, shout out to uh, the guys at New Evolution Wrestling. Oh, yeah, yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. Did a little bit of work with them, by the way,
1: yeah. Yeah, yeah, did a little bit of work with them. These guys are really dedicated. They understand the material, and they understand why wrestling works. Mm-hmm. It's a totally great fun time to go. Go, chill out, it have an hour. It lasts like about two, three hours. And yeah, I remember going a few nights, and it was great. And uh, Well, I did a movie with one of them. Uh, It was great, great experience. The whole thing was such such a... uh. It's so very enlightening in many, many ways, and totally works. Uh, yeah, so that's about it. I think wrestling is an interesting paradigm because yeah, it could it it really it's it skirts that that mix between reality and fiction, but the aspects of reality in the sense of well, we are going to be really, really dark and really yeah, a lot of this stuff is a lot of these people is like the modern carny culture, right? And yeah, a lot exactly. Of, yeah, a lot of these people are going to be a little politically incorrect here, but these people in many ways it's kind of unfortunately. Drugs of society in some ways. They, they form their own family. They their own home lives are really um really really unfortunate and sad in many many ways. Many of them you know, they, they suffer from drug issues, mental health issues, you know, you yep. know, but it's on it's on un, it's untouched. Mm-hmm. And in the case of um, you know, much like with, with in, in the case of pornography, you have a lot of like a high death rate. Yeah, for, for for many reasons. For suicide, suicide a lot of high suicide rates.
0: Yeah. Hey, I, it's, sorry it's, it's like a common messed up but then when you're in the game you have to, you have to stay same and sometimes it's hard right. to do so you it, have to Exactly. Do yeah. It has, has a, lot of,
1: it. a lot of, it's a way to, you have to make, try to make these people's lives, they have to make their lives work. You know, it's their own family. You have to understand that. You have to respect that. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, for the most part, you, see, you know, you get all these dark stories of what happened, remember what happened to, um, what do call him, boy.
2: Eddie Guerrero. Uh, Eddie Guerrero. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. For, Perfect um, example th- there.
1: Yeah, and then the nightmare scenario of, well, the other guy. Um, What's up his name? That's
2: uh, a no. Um,
1: That's a good Crossface. He used to do the Cripple Crossface. Shit. Uh, it, it, they're at least slipping in my mind right now. Uh, but, yeah, he had a really, really sad story as well. Yeah. Uh, and, yeah, you had, had to understand that. So you yeah, uh, to respect them for what they're
0: doing, too. Yeah, I mean, you're even right. Even if exactly. you go care for the crappy acting because
1: yes they that's fine it's the aspects of how to be well adjusted how you're going to get out it who mm-hmm. lasts in the business very long you know how you could die young and this is people a lot of people don't last long they die very young enough
0: yeah uh, and, and if you manage to, to 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 get old and make it to the hall of fame because yes there is the wwe hall of, hall of fame that's yeah. that's amazing you know what i mean yeah yeah
1: uh um, but that's the thing is how to just be successful how you can come out of it and just have a positive um, outlook on the whole thing of and course, yeah. you know well the movie that we have to reference is one of my favorite movies ever the wrestler yeah uh,
0: <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah definitely definitely from a boy you know, darren aronofsky. Um, aronofsky. Mm-hmm. Yeah. aronofsky yeah hard manuel He's argues is probably his best movie i say it's his most it is my, it's my
1: personal it's yeah. my personal favorite of his yeah. um out of all of his films, uh, because of, you know, as a guy that like, you know, you, you know, it's filmmaker's like that. You just dismiss them as you could just do airy-fairy bullshit. No? Mm-hmm. Uh, they're like no, that shit was grounded as hell. Yeah, <laughs> like, but, but the
0: end of that movie, but that last yeah, just, shot always uh, always gets to me. My God. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. And it is just brutal and really well done. No? Mm-hmm. You know, just emotionally brutal. You know, and they, you know, they make the joke the nineties sucked. Yeah, yeah. That is what I call from.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, just that that running joke of the nineties sucked. Yeah, the nineties sucked for a lot of people. <laughs> <laughs> you know. Uh,
0: uh so, oh, um, no, it's my favorite yeah. period, but favorite decade but in my, my opinion. But I could
1: imagine <laughs> but but when you think about it, the nineties was kind of a cultural wasteland. <laughs> yeah. It was like when ni- when I ni- I'll, I'll call it the period when nihilism took root. No?
2: Yeah.
1: Uh, but that's it. Uh yeah, not much not much for me to say more about wrestling itself. Yeah.
0: Well. well I think we could kind of wrap up for here. But all that being right. said though, um happy twenty fifth anniversary to WWE yeah. Raw. Yeah, um this, I this, can't really say is, this, may you may you continue on 25 right. more years i don't know i can't really see right. where this franchise right. is gonna go into the future but hey who knows we'll
1: see it's something that'll always stick around it's something that can't go away as long as you have a <laughs> i'm gonna like you know again politically incorrect but as long as you have a wicked white underclass, <laughs> so, oh, yeah, you're yeah, like, yeah, definitely. you're
0: not gonna you're see gonna black, black, black men like hey where's 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 the wrestler come on <laughs> right exactly yeah, it, it's, it's gonna
1: it's gonna flourish in that way i mean not to say not to say you don't have great black wrestlers or anything like that or it's not it's it's the kind of I, I look at it as the anti-politically correct culture not hmm. in a m- mean-spirited way because you have but it's people who just you know generally libertarian and they get together in their own way but they have some great black wrestlers at the time But we've got you know right now the new day is so excellent for me yeah i love like, I the new love day. Um, yeah i
0: love the fact that it's still together you know, because you know yeah, after a, they're like so, I, they're I, so I, awesome
1: I, in their own way a,
0: a couple of years is find a reason to mash up your tag team and have this right, you know that kind of thing right yeah right uh, anyway, on the subject just, of that, just, just before i forget um well like the shield for example um that well one of the, the the most popular tag teams right now they actually split them up about a year or so when they formed together you know what i mean and now they're back together right. so not too sure where they're gonna go with that um i have a feeling that they're gonna try to get roman reigns to be like the next rock to be that that next um someone yeah, you know here. that yeah, I don't know, but we'll see. I people hear
1: that. Uh, yeah, I I, I understand it because a lot of people seem to be hating on him because they kind of contriving him to be the big star. No?
0: Yeah, and then also too today, had him beat on the taker like in the people final in his final match, and everybody yeah, was like, "People we're all, we're all that stuff." But I like when he coming on, on on the ring and in the ring. Sorry, and just said, "This is my yeah." That was it. That was all he yeah. had to say. Yeah. All right, moving on from wrestling, uh, but we stick with TV still. um Now we're going to talk about a TV show. Um, I've been hearing a lot of stuff about it I didn't I, I chose not to watch any trailers fit. Um right. it is based on a Marvel comic series, it's called Runaways. Now right. I have little to know like I know little to nothing about runaways um, okay. prior to going into this this um this series here. I just saw right. like a couple of um a couple of comic book um covers fit and it just didn't wow me. I just didn't have an idea what it was. Yeah. Silly me thought it was it was within the X-Men universe or whatever it is. I'm not too sure what went on. Well, yeah, I wasn't too sure what was going on with, with Runaways or what it was about. But, you know, I saw Marvel and, and I've seen what they did. Well, Marvel and ABC Studios, well, in this case, it's ABC signature, right? And, right. you know, seeing what they did with you know with Daredevil and, you know, Luke Cage and all those shows where they take these, these iconic characters and put them in a modern perspective, you know, has been successful right. for the most part, right? So... I was like, okay, with Runaways here, these are some characters that, like, for me, for example, nobody really know about. Well, I know it has its fan base, of course, but yeah. not that many people know who these characters are. Um, yeah. And these characters in particular, um, well, let's run through them by name. Um, Alex Wilder, um, he is the leader of the group. He's this, uh, what is it, a black kid. Um, he's a nerd, actually, and, like, right from the, from the start of the, the, the season... Um, basically, he's trying to get his um his friends together. with well, the friends who, f- who form this group called the Runaways. Um, the second member is called Nico Minoru. Um, okay. she is well Japanese American. I think she is. She's Japanese American. Um, uh, she's also a Wiccan as well. Too. Um, she's she's a God chick in the group. Okay. Um, and in this um well in this series here. Even though I'm reading it right now off the wiki page, um apparently she didn't have it in the comics. Um she has something called the staff of one, which is like this um I wanna call it a magical staff, even though they never really say magic. They never use the word magic or mystics uh mystical. They never use those terms in the in the series now. So I'm just gonna assume it's magical. But it's basically the staff um where if you speak if you talk to it, like if you give it an order, it will do something, right? So it has powers. Um, The third member is um, Carolina Dean And how she's introduced In the story is that um, Her parents have this this church Group, right? It's called The Church of Giborim, right? Um, It's Its own religion, basically Well, it's meant to be Christian, actually But they never really come out and address and say Oh, well, it's meant to be Christian But it's its own church, basically Its own religion and whatnot, right? And she's the daughter of the, um, well, her parents basically are the, well, the leaders of the, of the church. Well, they are members of the church, I should say. Um, her father was a former actor that has part to play with the overall narrative. But yeah, she is literally the church girl in the group. Um, she has this wristband and then, well, she learns later on that when she actually removes it, she actually has, like, the ability to gloat so it's like her body like her skin becomes like um like cut like rainbow colored basically right um she could and she learns later on that she could also fly as well and yes of course she could also send out like these beams from her hands basically right um in the comics apparently she's an alien but they don't really address that in the show it's just that she has powers right um and that's one little flaw that i had with this with the series but i'll get to that a little bit later um Next girl, who, well, next character, she's actually my favorite. Uh, her name is Gert Yorks. Um, she is the social activist in the group. She's a feminist. Uh, she's always, you know, always up all for, you know, women's rights and all that kind of stuff. Um, yeah. But she's like that wall floor. She's that chickeny back, you know, she's cute and everything like that. At least I find so. But, you know, she's, all, you know, she's always in the background and she always feels as if nobody really takes her on. And she does form a love interest with the next character I'm going to talk about in a bit. Um, She is a, uh, well, she has telepathic powers, actually. And the weird thing about her character, and I know I saw her in one of those um, covers, those comic book covers that I mentioned before. Um, She has a pet, and the pet actually is a dinosaur. Okay. Uh, genetically engineered, um, I think it's one of those um, velociraptors, I believe. That's what you call them from, like, from Jurassic Park. Um, yeah. And that dinosaur she calls o this is a reference to the movie arsenic and Olis, kids actually parents right um yeah. and how they brought on this whole thing with the okay well this this again to the whole why is why does she have a dinosaur so her parents right um uh i'll talk about the parents of the of the the group in a bit because the parents have a lot to play in this story so her parents in particular the uh I'll call them mad scientists, right? They're just doing a lot of genetic experiments and all that kind of stuff, doing tests on animals, all kind of stuff that they're doing, right? And one of their creations just so happened to be that dinosaur, and they have it locked in their basement, and then one day, um, Gute ends up uh, discovering this dinosaur, and she just forms this bond with this creature. And on the subject of the the, the, um, the dinosaur itself, what's pretty interesting about, about the design of it, actually, um, Actually, what's so interesting about the that character of Olace is that for the majority of times that you see it in the in the series, it's actually a puppet. Okay. Yeah, it's it's like when you see the full body of it, it's in CG. But like, I, like the first time I saw the full body of it, I was like, yeah, don't tell me they're actually gonna use this a lot because it kinda looks a little. I don't want to say it's cheap, but it just looks like it needs more polish I don't want to say it's a crappy sci-fi movie, the weak design but I know when people look at it, they'll be like yeah, that looks kind of crappy but um, I do applaud the, the, the filmmakers' effort in trying to make it real by having these little medium shots of the dinosaur and yes, you'll see like the head and the torso so I thought that was like pretty clever to actually make it look a little bit real, you know what I mean? But um, right. but back to the the characters themselves. So um, Good actually forms this um, love interest with the character of Chase Stein. He is a lacrosse player. He is the he's the sort of douchey, muscle bound, white kid in the group. Actually, What uh, right. a dumb jock. If uh, basically, yeah. Um,
1: this this series do have Polaris in it.
0: No. Okay. Yeah. I thought it did. Okay, yeah. no problem. Um his parents actually well his dad actually is a scientist um his name is victor stein and at first i was, okay. I was telling myself wait no, uh, that reminds me of um oh gosh um, yeah, yeah stein from yes yeah, stein Ledger. from from legends of the world i was like wait wait, wait 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 okay 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 right <laughs> yeah um he he wants to he wants to be just like his father but you know his father just tends to kind of neglect his son he was abusive to him oh, i no, think i as not well.
1: i take i a confu- a confuse um this, this yeah i confusion runaways with gift
0: the gifted that's
1: why i asked for the polaris because she's in the gifted i think
0: i'm gonna talk about the gifted remind i'll I'll bring up the gifted at the very end right Uh, no problem yeah uh right so yeah he wants uh, to live up to his, his um to he wants to be like his daddy um as well especially in terms of science like yeah, yeah. He, he loves lacrosse and you know when he's not hanging out with his friends he's um, picking up on chicks and hitting on chicks and whatnot. whatnot. but he do this smart and the man wants to really prove how smart he is uh, he even has like these little robotic um, gauntlets that he call um, fistaguns for a second I was going to say fistacups but it's actually fistaguns right? right and last but not least we have Molly Hernandez um, she is the youngest member of the group and basically she was adopted by Good's parents and her power actually is that she has superhuman strength and invul- um, invulnerability um okay. she learns this actually weirdly enough when she has a period <laughs> okay, <laughs> yeah, okay yeah like like really weird but basically it's when she gets stressed out or when she's frightened or when you know scared or whatnot um that's when those powers activate like her eyes glow and then she could actually like use her superhuman strength so about runaways about the series itself right um basically it's these six characters and they just basically just spread apart that they just moved on moved on with yeah. their lives um right after nico's um older sister died and that's like this long-running mystery throughout the series exactly how did she die um and through some circumstances that i'm not going to get into um all these characters well basically alex wants to bring the group together it's just like well you know what we haven't seen each other in a long while we basically go to the same school so let me just hang out now and you know our parents are part of this group called pride um this is okay. actually a big thing in like the marvel universe because they are actually right. a group of supervillains, right but right. the the kids themselves, they have no clue about this. They have no clue what their parents are doing. They just see them as these um, as these entrepreneurs, basically, just trying to better their community. Well, actually, it's set in Los Angeles, actually. So it's like, oh well, these characters, these, our our parents are rich, and you know they're doing so much, but they kind of don't understand us because you know we're millennials and we're growing up and you know yada yada right. yada you know those things right so one night while um alex and the others are together they end up stumbling onto this um this this secret door basically that leads into this underground chamber and they're seeing their parents who are dressed in like red gowns doing this um weird ceremony and basically it involves um it involves like more or less like resurrection and you know um more like basically just them trying to to live longer basically or like trying to draw life from one character and put it into another character so it's like them trying to live on so I, i'm assuming that's what's going on it's like them trying right. to tap to the secret of immortality and they do that by basically um kidnapping strays or runaways if you will people you know that society more or less neglected and just sucking out their their, their life essence from them right Right. Um, so wh- when they learn about this this of course shakes them it turns their world upside down they now realize wait, no, but our parents we're like you know they were like these like nobodies basically like you know and later on in the series they learn that yeah they are um, actually uh, part of this big ulterior motive actually this big scheme basically um, and while they're doing that while they're dealing with the fact that their parents are quote unquote evil um they are learning about their powers they are dealing with life they're dealing with problems you know and it's just them trying to work together as a team while trying to stay well basically while trying to figure out exactly what their parents are up to and yeah trying to stop them from unleashing their plan um to the world basically so um right so just getting the, the, the posters out of the way so first off um the cinematography yeah that um i thought that oh, was great um i love yeah. how real it felt it really does feel like okay like for one thing right off the bat with the show it's set in los angeles it's not set in new york like all the other um mc well all the other marvel um tv shows that came out over the past couple of years so this was pretty right, interesting right. so it's um a lot brighter you know a lot of um bright colors um you know it it really it really does feel like you're in ellie right even right down to the to the title sequence which i thought was pretty interesting a little on the indie side but i guess as the point of it it's not supposed to come off like this big superhero series it more feels like this teen drama actually right and right right there as i say teen drama this is something that may turn off a lot of people expecting you know some big superhero throwdowns and action scenes this is not that type of show folks this is more of a coming of age sort of teen drama but just set within the marvel universe so it's more like a superhero's coming of age basically um yeah. once you could kind of stomach that then you know I, I guarantee you'll actually appreciate the film the series sorry even more um it took a while for me to grow on there because i was like okay but nothing really happening here why is he pace so sluggish is anything gonna happen is anybody gonna fight somebody but it's not that type of show it's really about these characters and how they're dealing with their powers how they're dealing with you know people neglecting them or you know um, how they dealing with their friend who who died and you know them just trying to figure out what happened and those kind of things um the performances I thought were pretty decent um especially from the um from the the cast of teens actually I thought that they they really were great um I, well I haven't noticed any of them from any show any character actually um any actor I should say from any show um maybe i just need to watch a few more shows i'll be like oh he was that guy from that show but whatever um right, right right yeah i thought that the the performances were great um i thought that everyone like at least the characters of the runaways had their own charm to them had their own style to them um so like i say you have the nerd you have the 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 jock you have the <laughs> the gut character you know but you know and they may feel like stock characters but you know once you in deep and really understand how these characters are you understand why they feel like outcasts and you, you you end up related to them like i related to these characters they weren't just these stock college characters that you see in hundreds of shows based on high school you know but there was yeah. a lot of depth to these characters um there wasn't really that much going on in terms of the parents like the parents stuff was going on but to me it felt like just backstory like they were just there more or less explaining and re-explaining what they were doing and what they purpose was and we know as a viewer as a viewer sorry, have to try and see from the kids perspective where we try to understand exactly why these adults are doing what they are doing um right and i felt that the big ulterior motive was a bit of a letdown for me it's just like well okay this is like the big scheme this is this is what it is about that's what it is all right i thought it was some big master plan to like rule the world or some kind of sh- um, crap like that i don't know god just thinking like a superhero shona but no it's more like well we just want to do something in this area and this was the plan and we was building on this plan for years some people die some people had to get killed but this was what this is why we had to do it and this is what it all led up to and then when you find out what it is it's just like well okay that was it all right well yeah. so um to make a long story short um i was more invested in the runaways themselves than the parents unfortunately but i guess maybe that's the point i don't know but i do give credit where credit is due i do like the fact that the the parents aren't presented as like these uber villains they're not just villains for villain's sake they were more or less coerced to do what it is they had to do they had a reason to do it um whether you accept it or not that's up to you but to me it was just like okay i I get why they had to do this and why they had to hide this from the from the um from their their kids basically um The pacing I felt kinda was um slow at times and this is like a ten episode series and most of these episodes clock in at about like forty-five minutes at least. But there were a few moments that there were some moments actually has to say that um that felt sluggish and basically because you're expecting it to be because it's a superhero thing more or less. You're expecting more tension, you're expecting more danger, and yes the runaways do end up in danger, but it's not as serious as all that you know what i mean it's not like i'm um, like at the edge of my seat like holy shit what's gonna happen next it's just like well things happen it's like it's just like all right okay well that happened okay they yeah. kind of move on from that cool um they have some some cool music choices as well like um, uh, <laughs> what one scene in particular was kind of funny where you heard um A$AP's Ferg asap ferg's um east coast song which was funny because they're the west coast so like why right. are you playing that song But I love that song though That's like one of the hardest songs Off of uh, ASAP Ferg's album that came out last year The name is right. you right now But like I say, it was just kind of funny that they did it um, they, they had that in the show And once again just like the other um um The other Marvel Cinematic Well the Marvel TV Universe shows that came before it I do love its sense of realism Even right now well even to the extent um uh Iron Fist I right. love the sense of realism that they brought to this show. It does feel real. They do feel like real characters. It feel like, well, to an extent, real situations. But, you know, it, it feels totally like... Like, if you were to look at it blind, you wouldn't think that this is a superhero show. And then, like, out of the blue, you'll see a dinosaur and be like, what? Okay. Right, right <laughs> So, what right, is right. going on here now? But I love its realism. I thought that it added a lot to the story. And um, I have to, you know, praise the, the, the series itself for... Uh, being gutsy enough to to tell the story in such a real fashion um to not be like the shows prior to it where it's about a character it's about characters wearing costumes it's about magic ninjas it's about you know um learn and all these other things it, it kind of lessens down on the fantasy and the sci-fi factor um and it's just more about these characters well these teens more or less growing up and trying to be trying to Trying to live up to, to, to um, Their parents ideals But really wanted to be themselves You know what I mean And finding A sense of belonging You know In this group That they call the, the, the runaways um, It does have a cliffhanger At the end And Personally I was, I was let down By the cliffhanger Because I was like Okay you're, you're building right. up This whole thing And then it just kind of ends And it's like Oh well now the character Now they're in danger Now, now we don't know What's going to happen To our characters So we have to wait Till season 2 to see all the, but i don't know i just felt that they could have just ended the show on a stronger note instead of all right we had to kind of wrap this up so let's just put these these characters here and yeah just end it off like that you know what i mean um but yeah overall while there are some things that i that i like about the show some things that i admire about it uh for one thing the realism and the different approach to its subject to its superhero subject matter um honestly I wouldn't say I enjoyed it as much as I wanted to, because I felt because it was within a superhero universe, well, a superhero context, because I got more of that kind of stuff. Like we've seen these origin stories done before, but done a lot better, in my opinion. Um, and uh, oh yes, and before I forget, I, I felt although I understand why they did it this way, I felt that they they, they 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 kept a lot of things, a lot of aspects of the backstory pretty much hidden. So it's more or less hinted as to why the group split in the first place. But it's later on in the show where you really get to understand what has happened to to Nico's sister. And I felt like it's more or less like the show just kind of drops in the middle of everything. And you just had to figure out who these characters are, what they have to do with the story, why they're doing what they're doing, you know. And it takes a while for you to really understand what these characters are about, especially the, the, the parents as well. And I thought that was um that could have been handled a lot better like i shouldn't have to wait till episode four or five to really understand oh that's what they're doing okay right it's kind of drop it and i just supposed to be aware of it or i supposed to understand what's going on because i read the comics i'm sorry i've never read the comics so i don't know anything you know what i mean right, right, but um yeah so for me i would give this uh a strong three out of five it was all right it was all right okay, okay. um it's not gonna wow everyone, um, especially those who love like Daredevil and Luke Cage and Jessica Jones and those kind of stuff. Those people who, those fans who are expecting a lot of action are gonna be terribly, terribly disappointed by this. But if you're the type that just wants to see a different, unique take on the superhero genre, then yeah, I say give this one a look. And on the subject Hi. of The Gifted, which I'm gonna be watching this week, I'm gonna be reviewing. Hopefully, um, with the next episode, I'm hoping that The Gifted does the whole superhero teenager thing a lot better than runaways did so moving along now from um tv shows now we're going to get into movies um well the first two of these three movies we're going to talk about we uh, we actually know for sure these are going to be oscar nominees for sure um the first one we're going to talk about is called Lady Bird, and this was a movie yeah. that um I want, I was not so much excited to see, but I just heard so much praise heaped upon right. this movie. So much people call it one of the best movies. Some people say it was the best movie of 2017. Right. Um, and I just had to see it for myself. So uh, right. you just want to listen on what Lady Bird is about?
1: All right. So Lady Bird is about a girl,
0: I think named Christine. Yes, but she uh, wants to call uh, herself bro. Lady Bird. She always makes that... Brother,
1: she's from Sacramento. Yes. She is a complete flake. Uh <laughs> she's a goes up in well I forget the name of the school, but she's a girl who's in Catholic school in yes. uh Sacramento. Um she is again a complete freak and a brat and is about her uh, basically growing up in Sacramento and loving Sacramento and it's basically um well it's clearly Greta go going, Goshwin. Um Go Going, Greta
0: Gowig. Gowig. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah, it's clearly a love letter to Sacramento. You know what you know what this movie felt like to me? It felt like a, a serious a more serious version of um, Napoleon Dynamite.
0: You know that's not that a bad comparison sick. when you think about it. Right, that's what I
1: was thinking of. The the, the um, awkward, right, yeah, everything the awkward about teen the who wants school, to, yeah, right. who wants and
0: to be his, his own self and Right.
1: Yeah. And it, so and she she the person poor and underclass and you know they can't really get much, but they have a certain sort of attitude. Yeah, and, and she have a friend
0: you know, uh, who's like a lovable loser. I, I, right, I kind of like Lady Booth's friend, actually, but... Right, and uh,
1: she, she herself she herself is a bullshitter, and she's constantly lying about shit, mm-hmm. and is normal teenage shit. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, right. yeah. And, well, and then, well, it, you know, it, it tried to, again, I, I get why this appealed to my generation, kind of, because it, it was exactly when I left high school. You know, yeah. it was 2003, and, you know, 9-11 just happened, and yes, yes, Iraq yes. war happening, and, you know, you're hearing, you know, Justin Timberlake in the background, and, yeah, you know... That kind of stuff. You know, I... Uh, uh, not that impressed with all of that, frankly. Um, but, yeah, that's the story. And it's just her going through an arc with the characters and then them dealing with things like depression how you grow up with these kind of things. And then, well, she eventually goes to college and she, you know, what she want to do and is the relationship with she and her mother and the mother, she's not really honest with the mother for several reasons and you get into why. And, yeah, that's basically the story. It's just this big Teenage angsty story that yeah. uh, didn't really hit home for me, frankly. <laughs> uh, yeah. Alright, uh, so I,
2: I just got, yeah, I'm gonna straight yes. up say
1: this movie is <laughs> grossly overrated. <laughs> Sorry, not bad, uh, not a bad movie. Very good, well-made movie. Very and for a first first for my understanding, it's a first-time director. Pretty good. Well, well yeah, first but first
0: feature film that she did. This
1: I can't good just get this a ninety-four on Metacritic. Come
2: on. <laughs> nah.
0: All right. Why? 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 Why am I sighing? Because um, I I actually agree with you. Yeah. So here's yeah. <laughs> the thing, right? Like I I went in with expectations low, right? I just wanted to see the show for what it is. I wanted to understand what right. it is that people were so amazed by and so in love with, right? Yeah. and while I was watching it, I was worried that um, this might end up being this year's Moonlight reason. Why I say that is because right. this this indie darling that somehow managed to 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 wow you know critics and fans alike, and people just loved right. it so much that we just had to rate this above all the other Oscar nominees were Best Picture, Oscar nominees. Because right, I have a right. feeling this is going to be nominated for Best Picture, all the other Best Picture nominees that that have a bigger budget, right, right, and had more effort. Put into La La lan Right um, Yeah But okay So just positives Out of the way um, The performances um, Especially right. from Surishi sure. Ronan Yeah if I, if I pronounce that name wrong Forgive me Whatever um, Yeah I, But I love how Realistic these These, um, these portrayals were Right Like it was so, like I was uh, looking at the actor Even though yes She is Irish And so amazing right. How her accent Like her You know How American How authentic She sounds as American I thought right. that was That was that was amazing actually um, The relationship That she has With her friends With her family um, Especially yeah. her mother Who is played by Laurie Metcalf Metcalf yeah. sorry um, Her sort of Got like um, Brother <laughs> Older yeah. well, Older brother And his as girlfriend an Adopted brother I think Yeah adop- I think it's Well I know the girl was Was adopted into the family Because of some Shenanigans Well they say It was because of Premarital sex so Okay, that's the reason why you want to kick out your kid. Okay, whatever. All right. Right, right, right. right. Uh, I don't know. But anyway, <laughs> yeah. So, um, but that's the relationship between her and, you know, the other actors. Even right now to Lucas Hedges, who I mentioned last week was in um, Three Billboards outside um, outside Ebbing, Missouri. I thought that his performance here was pretty was pretty decent as well. I'm still yeah. not a huge fan of him, but I, I like what he brought to the, to the table here. Um, he, especially with his, his uh, what, a couple of emotional scenes. I wouldn't spoil them, actually. And a big reveal with his character, that's all I'll say. Um, right, right, right. The style of it was pretty interesting as well. But in the back of my head, I was like, okay, still, I, I like the style, people. but I know I've seen stuff like this before. Yeah, like Goku. there was the bo- like boyhood, for example. Like they did stuff like that. Already. Right. Although yeah. those scenes were more stretched out because, of course, it's spanning years, right? In this case, it's spanning days and months because it, it's from 2002 to like about, I think it's 2004. So, you know, right. there's it's a lot rough, of stuff going yeah. Um right. And Appreciate the editor Like how You know How the scenes were cut So like They will show you Like a moment Like a character would talk Or you might The, the scene might just start Mid-sentence In the middle of a big conversation And you just see enough Way to understand Okay this is what's going on It's a party Or it's a It's Christmas Day But they're not gonna stop The whole show To tell you oh, To show you Oh this is where oh well here's a present and here's a present Merry Christmas and like that you get no, the yeah, idea they move on it, it's fast it
1: does it it does good pacing and uh good pacing on, and and goodwill building for the most part is that that is not the complaint um, yeah. just it doesn't do anything that special or interesting in my opinion that's and the I, thing yeah and, so and, I I I was trying to think of what exactly they're doing interesting other than then this 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 character piece no? yeah. and it just it's not brilliant just fine um but it doesn't do anything i mean it gets into to some topics about depression a little bit which i thought they would have focused on but they didn't focus on it It was just okay fine they had a little side like a couple characters you see suffering apparently suffering from depression yes uh or something along those lines it's unclear um well we know well it, it, not a big reveal but the father is apparently suffering from depression they don't really make an issue out of it and then the priest
0: yes um, uh, who was that guy from uh, Fences? And I was trying to remember where I saw yeah, that yeah, guy yeah, from. Yeah,
1: right. like, yeah, 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 yeah. He's, right. yeah, he's that dude, He's a great character. Actor. I oh, yes, 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 yes,
0: yes, definitely.
1: I, I remember from um, the newsroom. That's why I remember last time. I remember oh, he was in
0: that. Okay, I, I never He was in that. He had
1: a small role, but it, I, it, it sticked out to my head as a role. He had a really great like scene and, and sequence in the story, you know. All right. Um, and, yeah, you know, but overall it was, and then, well, the, the story gets into, well, Catholic, Catholic high school life.
0: Yeah. Kind of. And and so what I what I like that. about that though is that it like you know it would go you, you would think it, that it would go for the cliche where you know Catholic life is so bad and you know it's all about being free and being free from all these restrictions and all that kind of stuff but right they they don't paint any school as like this bad thing that Ladybird is suffering through but just right. a part of her life this is where she's receiving her education both well, you know both education and you know learning about God and whatnot and it's just a part of her life you know but once she moves on and you know this is one thing in the show about her looking trying to figure out which college she should go to if she should move right. to new york and all that kind of thing you know it's just part of her life basically You're right um but yeah but that's back to what i so um yeah so i appreciate the editor that like how scenes kind of move you know quickly it took it kind of caught my off guard because eh? i was like okay you show me this piece and then you show me that and then you show me that. All right, but it doesn't rush it too much, but it's enough for you to understand what's going on. I was like, all right, right. I, I-, I like this, but once again, this is not doing anything groundbreaking. You know? It's not like, yeah, oh my god, I... this editing is so great. Wow, no, no, it's not like that. Right, yeah, nothing. Like, it, like, it, it really boy, does. nothing. it was more groundbreaking these... than this, in my opinion.
1: Right, because you, you made you made the analogy to, to Moonlight, but at least Moonlight does something interesting and, and concept wise groundbreaking yes. in its at least within at least within the context of film. Yes.
2: Um, it does.
1: But I can't say this does. Like, oh, this character is just about and then she learns, she we but she not really learning, she we and again it's a really solid character piece. Not yeah. denying that. Um everybody plays a role quite well, but Again, nothing that interesting or, in, or engaging for me, frankly. I don't know what it is that people seen in this film to make it so great. Yeah. Is it that the first-time director? I don't know. I don't know. Uh, um, but, but it really I, feels like a first-time director. And it's like, yeah, the film not that good. It has so many better films. I doubt this will crack my top ten <laughs> before last year. But I, I'll, I'll talk about I the top don't.
0: ten a bit. But just a couple more things before we get to it, right? So, yeah. um, another thing. The, the story itself. Yes, coming up yeah. age. At first, I thought it was going to be about her wrestling with religion. I wanted to be yeah, herself. Yeah, I exactly. thought it was going to be about her being herself, her being Lady Birdner. And right. like society telling her, no, you must be Christine. And No, I want to be Lady Bird. I thought it was gonna right. like, well, that going to be about that. It was going to impact her do after, anything, in terms of her education, in terms of her religion, her faith, um, her love life as well, because she has these right. all, again off-again relationships with um, with a couple of characters, as I'll say. Um, right, right, right. So I thought it was just really, about, just really going to be about her becoming Lady Birdner. But it just really right. feels like just okay. Well, these are just moments in a life, and it just kind of comes out to this one point that yes, family does matter, and yes, we kind of fall out, but I still love your mom, and exactly. you know what I mean. It's, it just comes out to the same yeah, basic I, thing. I, I, so once again, it's not this big profound message that I got in the end of it. It's just like. Oh, yeah, well, that's life, too. You know, eventually, yeah, exactly. when you move, when you, when you leave high school, eventually when you go to a college far away um, right. from your parents, you're going to miss them. That's what happened. So Right. I, no big deal. As Sorry. I
1: say, I, I kinda come, okay, so the comparison I, I make to this is, that to all these people who think this is some big, brilliant story, I think the comparison I kind of make, make to it is um like, well, like La La Land itself. La La Land was a movie that I just couldn't take seriously, even though it was well-made.
0: Oh, well, I, I love uh, his subversion of the, of musicals, like,
1: no, like but these,
0: what, it was, right. what it was telling about musicals and committed to real life. I love that. Right. That that's what
1: works. Oh, but the, the point I'm trying to make is yeah. that the arc of the characters is like, oh, i supposed to take this so seriously. Oh, like, yeah, no, yeah. I
0: see you mean. No
1: Like, no, I really compa- and then I, I, made a, I made a comparison to the movie, um, Don't Think Twice, um, Don't Think Twice handled the material so much better than yeah. um, dan, La La La. And this is the same thing. I was like, it has so many other movies that did this so much better. Yeah. Um, whatever. Yeah. I um, go and get my return and, and quick. Just
0: finally, this just last six last And while I appreciate it's 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 quick pace I felt that the 93 minute runtime, um, still and too. I long. Did the show a bit. It just still felt too short. Like we okay, got, okay. We got I... like like we got enough of of Lady Bird, but not like a full story, a full character right. Act to really right. hit just hit a it home. It's just like, yeah, alright, we start was... up here, and this is where she is right now. Okay, big deal. But I, all that aside, yeah. though. Performances were excellent. i, I really right. seen really um, seeing, sure. She's Ramon um, ronan Gang uh, Oscar nom for this one. If she right. wins, you know, props to her. I have a feeling this might, <laughs> this might be the only award to get. O- All it may get i don't know for best cinematography or best director, right. I guess, or best original screenplay. I guess I don't know. Yeah. But other than that, I have to agree with you, Ricardo. Yes, this is yeah. highly overrated. And not think it's a terrible because, movie. But it's really right. not a show that I could see. The problem. The problem this. is that.
1: Yeah, the problem is that if if the whole thing is supposed to be bounded on a premise that's okay is about this character study and so, and so and so, there's nothing about it so unique or interesting that I can't like feel for this character. Yes, Ladybird is a moron, but she you know, she had to figure out a way to not be a moron and she yeah. grew in a certain way. But it doesn't do anything like that emotionally powerful. I gotta yeah. straight up say it. Much like how don't think twice is the La La Land, where it did the material so much better in terms of a character growth. I going to straight up say it, the big sick did this so much better. Yes. Yes, 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 yes. And, like and it was it was taught it
0: was it was it was provocative, you know what Yeah, I mean? exactly. Was especially being being, being,
1: being a especially being a Muslim in the United States and that factor
0: matters now. Yes, like, do she just something like that? Don't just yeah, why like, she just some girl. I'm just a white girl Yeah, I I don't know, how to factor that I'm I know sorry. like my mom telling me what to do. Right. But every once in like, a what, while she's talking about to go shopping. Like come on, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I,
1: couldn't, I couldn't get into this. Whatever. What is
0: your
1: rating? What is your rating? Uh, low movie tone. Fair. Uh,
0: Fair.
1: Yeah, low movie tone. Nothing special. Just good, but fine. Whatever. It it have good arcs. It have a good arc with Chi and the mother. It's fine. Yeah. But eh, I couldn't get into this. Uh, it, it didn't it didn't bowl me over in any workable way. Um, But yeah, that is pretty much it. All um. Right. Yeah,
0: for me, I would give this a light four or five stars. It's still right. worth checking out. Um, I guess the the best audience for this would be for people who just genuinely like indie slash non commercial movies. Yes, there are people like that who exist. People that just. Do not like big budget movies at all they like the small films the praise the small films to high heaven um yeah i don't really care it's just if a movie is great regardless of how big the budget is that's all that matters to me but some people like the smaller stuff and i guess if you like the smaller stuff you'll like it i guess uh basically i know i know it has its audience i know a lot of people will, will love it but for me personally, I can't say that I genuinely think it's one of the best movies of twenty seventeen. Yeah, I don't know. It's I don't it's know. One that I, don't... Like, like, just similar to, to Boyhood, people are gonna right. forget about right after the awards. I have a feeling. Right, it's I be just like that. the same
1: same thing. I really couldn't see what it is about. This was so brilliant. Agree. Yeah. Like, but, okay, it's well in no, in it's no well constructed.
0: I... Yeah. It's well, well constructed, constructed yes it is. Mm-hmm.
1: but it's not. It's so. But the, what they're talking about not that interesting. Like, she has a character. She has a character works a really strong character piece, but there's nothing about her that they like, what's What about this that i getting? Yeah, I, like, I, like I guess if I, was if I look white, at, I
0: if I sure I have like, oh, something.
1: I, I have something about it. No, I agree. I, I sure I have something about it that blew over my head. And like, oh well, no, you don't not getting what's so special about she or what? And I was like, no, but nothing about it. She she, lose, she within her teeth, She do like nothing about it.
2: Exactly.
1: That, and it, and it was
0: awkward you know her loser. but that's your point awkward, but, the whole point um, is she's,
1: she's supposed to be i get it she, i get all of that she's supposed to be awkward she's supposed to be you know this that or the other um but it it just didn't jello come together in any interesting way so uh, whatever. yeah yeah
0: but but I, I still say give it a look though don't don't right. go into it expect it to heat it but just see it for yourself and you know if right. you enjoyed you know great nothing wrong with that but just for us though, unfortunately, yeah, it's 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 kinda of overrated. Yeah. Now however, I tonya. Ah. I'm gonna say this right off the time before we even get to actual um uh synopsis. This is one that I, I'd actually would rate more than Lady Right. This is Underrated. one that yeah, this is what <laughs>
2: this that, is oh my do, God, okay. this, this
0: one yeah, won't okay, be so over than Lady I'm right. sorry. This so would this, have been this in my be... top ten. Right, this
1: movie was the first. I also was going normal, good, decent. I like it, so and so. And I was watching the only thing I was watching about it. And I was like, all right, this movie looking a little cheap. That was the only problem. Looking a little cheap. Somebody CG. They're just gonna get this stuff out anyway. It was looking a little cheap. Um, somebody CG was a little spotty at times, especially when when it comes to putting uh, Margot Robbie's face on the, the skater's body. Yeah,
0: and well, uh, this, this, this is something for a bit. There was one shot, right, one shot where. I swear to God, Tonya or 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 Margot Robbie were just spinning right in front of the camera. Right. And then she and then she stops, right? I was watching right. that. And I was like, alright, but wait, they, they just had a spin around a number of times. Like, this isn't real, right? Like, I wasn't sure. It just kind of took my oh, no, no. The moment. It, it, it mean, looked man? a little unrealistic the way how she was just spinning, spinning, spinning. No, it it was it was later on in the in the um in the show itself. This one okay, show, like
1: Okay, nobody the, the, the face the face that match the body was a little off. Somebody again, you see Gina, was okay, a little I, off. I just accent.
0: thought it was like a stunt, um, <laughs> a no, no skater no, that they, they, he had for you know uh, there's somebody no, double they, more
1: than likely, uh, It's highly unlikely Margot Robbie, yeah, but did any skater in the movie? It, it doesn't feel like that at all.
0: But um, it would it, be great. Like I, I I I at that point in time I was watching shows, I was like, wait there, but she really learned to do this by what? No
1: doubt. I highly doubt it. Um, okay, it looked well, like a skater and they push it, yeah, they put they put the CG CG face on her. Yeah. Um, it looked like that most of the time. Uh when it comes to skate when it comes to the big skating sequences though. Right. Um With um, the movie I'll see the first hour of this, alright. So this the synopsis is basically based on the, the basically life and times of a uh, famous, very infamous skater by the name of Tonya Harden in uh-huh. the early nineties. Um, late 80s, early 90s. She was um, very, very talented. But what they decide to focus on is the aspect of why a lot of the, the, that talent doesn't matter in a lot of fields, and it's yes. all about presentation and aesthetic. Yes. yes. And she did not fit that at all, or get it at all. And they, they keep hammering that home about her. Mm-hmm. And then they get into the aspect of well, yeah, she was kind of a, a big unfortunate victim and all of this, um, and how the whole st- all the story plays itself out. It's I thought this was a great character piece. The, yeah. Again, the movie was going normal until then Then they hit the first hour. And then that second hour, that second hour, that second act in particular, where <laughs> they get into the quote-unquote, the incident. Mm-hmm. And then the last half hour was very strong.
0: Yes, uh, it was. It was.
1: Yeah. And this a lot of this works. Here's why it worked. You know what it reminded me of a little bit? It, it did the whole aspect of um, why the people versus OJ worked so, so well for me. Where... Technology and the nature of media really influenced the discussion and fed back into the whole thing so well. Yeah. And because you have a bunch of people who don't understand how fast it will move in, so they don't get that this, these, the consequences of the actions gonna hammer out in ways that it, it could have never hammered out before the early nineties, before small cameras, before the nature of um, nature of tabloid news and just the salacious nature. Like it was always bad, but it has hit a point. This this crescendo. In the nineties. And again, yeah. OJ Simpson was another perfect example of that. Um, where it has hit this point where it's like, alright, at that point now, you 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 have no control of this. It's just a tsunami that you have no control over power over. Mm. And once it catches you, you're done. That's exactly what happened to she. She just gets hammered in all the worst ways now. And yeah, yeah this story really worked for me, Dre.
2: Yes. Totally
1: worked in terms of making her the she's a good guy, but the bad guy, and then they decide to do Multiple unreliable narratives, and then cobble that together in a really good way. Yeah. Uh, the movie again, movies are just get does get a big power a power boost when you hear how low the budget is. Follow that CG and stuff. The movie is like 11 million dollars. From what I understand.
0: Oh, would it really.
1: And it's pretty cheap. I when I was watching the movie, I was saying, okay, a movie like this is probably 30 million dollars, 40 million dollars, lowest 20 million dollars. Nope, 11 million. Isn't right. at all? The budget is is surprisingly low for what it. Um, it 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 is given the, 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 the nature of the prospect, now, Because when you're doing when you're doing um special effects like this, it's kind of be costly. All you can see they cut little corners there. Mm. And when you're doing uh like period pieces, right? Because it's one thing to do two thousand period pieces, right? But it's another thing to do early nineties period pieces, right? Ladybird does early two thousand period pieces, relatively easy to replicate, in my opinion.
2: Yeah.
1: Uh, yeah. But because you know the 2000s is still now. it's like there's no there's no big differences necessarily. But early 90s was a totally different paradigm. Um, and yeah, to, to get that done, and then well, just the general characters and acting And this was really great as well. Um, well, the star herself, Margot Robbie, excellent, mm-hmm. really good. Um, my boy Sebastian San, <laughs> you know, yeah, with yeah. the soul himself, with the soul himself was hard at this. Um, yeah. The mom,
0: I, I, I'll talk I'll, I'll talk about him in a bit, but continue.
1: Yeah, the mom, great. She was great in this too, and it just um, overall, this, this this overall as a movie just really, really worked um, for me. It built itself up quite well. And then the ending, that last sequence, the shot, mm-hmm. that was excellent. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that oh,
0: yeah. Was, that was that, really that well just well sums well. up the whole movie in a nutshell. Like, if the poster wasn't enough, that last yeah. shot in that movie. That was really yeah, well. Was uh,
1: a- I, I really like this because it really makes works as a as a character figure and the, the nature of being a victim, what it felt like to, to just be the bad guy, the narratives that people had to form in and wrong media. And then, well, the again, the incident itself, a lot of it works, and there's this level of miscommunication, and then, you know, the general buffoonery of all the characters involved. Like, these characters, sorry to say, these guys were idiots. And when they, when all of a sudden, it's like, oh, wow, that, that was sad, <laughs> like, how it played out for yeah. And then she takes the front of the, 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 the fall now, because of who she was. Mm-hmm. And they, they get in, while, like, why it works very well, they get into class. Yes. You know, they make it a class, class destruction, um... Uh, not, again, because, another. Because
0: clearly, f- she has the talent, but because she is put oh, white trash, it don't even matter. Yeah,
1: does not matter. Yeah. No one cares. Um, and if I remember correctly, no, no. I, I, okay, I was about to say, that, but it's not. Um, I thought this was a female director, but it's not. Oh no no. No, uh, yeah, it's correct, Gillespie. Yes. Um, right. Um, yeah. This this just works overall as a as a film. Um, yeah. I really like had a lot of fun with it, and. Yeah, this was hard. <laughs>
0: All right. I, I totally agree with you by Ricardo. This yeah. I really, really enjoy this. Um I was I was in from from the word go from the moment that, that um that disclaimer came up. I was I was hooked. Right. Um I loved yeah. how they how they replicated because you saw a little piece in there in the end with the credits where oh yes, yes, well um Tonya's mother did dress like that in the interview. She did have that bird by the side of her yeah, in yeah, yeah, interview, yeah. you know. Um, even how they they replicated um, Sean Eckhart's interviews like there's these little like these little um, not transitions just little segments where it looks like it's being recorded off a VHS tape like I thought that was great um but yeah this this was solid business from start to end um I loved how like at first I was looking at it like this sort of like dark comedy you know that you know basically Tonya's come up and how rough it was especially with her relationship with uh with uh well her ex-husband um Jeff gluli um yeah i yeah. didn't even know that the relationship was that rough to her that rocky I yeah didn't yeah even know that I say she
1: had a she had an incredibly pathological childhood growing up now so she yeah. was well, the mom i find the mom is the big one i mean alison janey was great <laughs> yeah i'll,
0: I'll talk <laughs> about her but yeah um, was great
1: as Uh, but, but, but he, he, well couple couple little things little side things oh so we had to talk about uh um, little side rule i didn't know where he was playing but i don't understand what he was and i thought they should have focused on this a little more just a hammer hammer home the media artist stuff Bobby Carnival's character. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, holy shit, this one was terrible, dude.
0: <laughs> uh, but, I don't know. not th- talk about. cut to him with the interview. I was just yeah. laughing. He was just so funny. But
1: yeah, I don't know, I don't know because, I don't, like, I did not spend the details learning about the story in any details. You kind of know the general yeah, I mean, just yeah. yeah, But you don't realize because of the nature of media and, and essentially the new, the how, how paparazzi and the new the new industry is forming itself around, around these salacious public stories. Uh... Bobby Cannavale was like the worst of the worst because he like constantly did things to etch on and mess with with her to mess up
2: now.
1: Yeah. Um, yeah. So like the whole towing car stuff and little stuff like that just to get you outside just to show, oh look Tonya Hardy again. something just to sell magazines now. Mm -hmm. Um, It's it's all this disturbing stuff now.
2: Um,
1: And we had to talk about how Bobby Cannavale are coming up because he he had so many good things this year. Like he had a bunch of great stuff. He was in Mr. Robot. He was in, you know, a bunch of, like he's up and coming star. He had to do some big man.
0: Yeah. Um, yeah. Last time I, I he was in Ant Man too. I I remember seeing. I think it right, was like the right, last uh, time I saw him, in right. um, in, a, in a movie. Um, but yeah, back to okay. I Uh So yeah, I love the dark comedy vibe of it though. And I thought yeah. it was just going to be straight up like that, like this sort of Goodfellas esque kind of thing where once again right. you're hearing the narration is more or less like this real nihilistic kind of you know storytelling basically is like yeah this is my life this is how it is blah 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 i didn't really right. like that guy so on and so forth but then when the incident happens of course well for those those who don't know the incident involving her um her rival Nancy um kerrigan that's yeah. when it started to spin into this a little bit more of a serious drama where it's like something happened right. um and in a way it's like tonya do i mean clearly she didn't want it to happen right but right as they kind of hint at it, especially with the little court scenes that they have, well, a court scene actually, it's almost like she knew about it or she knew about the plan or she had, she did have uh, these feelings of like, you know, envy, you know, at this one particular person. So it's like yeah. almost she was she was aware about it and the other two guys who were involved, were involved with it too, it's just that they went at it in like the worst way possible. And I like how they played right. it off too, it's like real inept, real stupid and then you look at it it's like, yeah. Like, one character actually said they are, like, probably the biggest boobs <laughs> ever in history, Jen. And, like, when you watch it's like, yeah, but they real stupid, though. Like, they Aye. actually pulled this off and thought it actually would have work though. And then when, no, and then when I actually heard, like, the thing that actually sparked, that actually sparked the whole plan to begin with wasn't exactly what it was. I was like, really, dread, Nah, boy, you know? Um, but, right, so, <laughs> uh, back to performances. Um... Shibat, sorry, Sebastian Stan actually, who plays um Jeff. I thought he was yeah. great as well. He was he was yeah. likable and he was hateable at the same time. I like the complexity of his character. And now I learn how you could actually defeat the winter soldier. You don't need you guns, know. you don't need a set of bombs, just kick him in the nuts. That's all he had to do. Right. Yeah. Man click like two nut shots in the movie. Yeah. Ah, all right. Um Alison Please Three. please. She had to get Give her a Best Supporting act, um, Actress Award. Yes. Yeah. yeah, she was greeted. She yeah. killed it in this. She, yeah. Just from first first shot that she was in to the last, she just kneels it. And the thing is, like, she won the, the Golden Globe um, last week for that team role. And I was like, okay, well, right. who is this Alison Genie? I didn't know what she did. And then when I saw. Oh, no, no. Yeah, I,
1: I, I love her from since the um, West Wing. So.
0: Okay. Oh, she was in that too, Yeah. You see? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I need so to follow up on these it's, shows. It's, yeah, yeah. yeah, so um, that is a. But yeah but but seeing her in i um, seeing her performance i was like yeah boy she had to get she had to she I had to win something. something for this she have to win yeah. something for this right. she was so detestable like, so yeah. hateable. <laughs> but, seen,
1: that last, but that the last was the scene, point though the last scene the last scene with her was brutal dread yeah how would even record her yes like, so god I was like, she,
0: I, no i literally re- re- rewind that part i was like that Dick. was brutal Dredd. she no, she didn't do that but she didn't do yeah that. you know <laughs> i was like wow you know? but <laughs> wow there was there was there was i don't know i don't want to call it a code but it was like some ethics about her that like she was hard at her no no yeah thing, but she, she's a, a total why she was being hard now
1: yeah no but she's a total like borderline but she's you kind know, of borderline sociopath in that sense no? it's yeah. like yeah she just didn't give a fuck yeah and she made arguments about you know you know things about this, and I'm uh, making it hard and better and blah 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 blah. But a all bullshit. Yeah. Sorry, just, she's like a really shitty person.
0: Yeah, boy. But of course, who who really steals the show? Of course, was um Margot Robbie. Um, and you know I was really really excited to see how she would uh, do this perf- um, performance justice. And yeah, boy, she 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 killed it. Um, I would love for her to 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 get at least a nomination for best actress because I think she just put in 110 percent into this performance here um yeah. there's a lot different than you know her being this blonde bombshell that you know you know she you know well the media and you know well social media always always portrays her at uh, as sorry um just her transformation as um as Tony reminded me a lot of Charlie's Terran with um with Monster right from Patty Jenkins yeah a little right? bit yeah yeah so um yeah Margot boy um she was just so believable as as um Tanya, even when she was like fifteen years old, and they just had to do makeup on her, and then just eventually show that she got older. I thought right. it worked great because I was worried that they were gonna cast somebody else to play her as a teenager, and then when she get older, um like a couple of years before the actual incident happened, that's when she would have come in. But I like that she was in. Literally from the from the word go, from the moment the, the, when the movie started, I thought that she was excellent. Um, her acting was on point. Although I wish I could believe that she did a majority of those skit and scenes, but I believe that uh, she did have uh well, body doubles or at least. Um, right. Like, sk- I don't I don't really get the sense that she did Right, but I don't I get it. Since she didn't, But still, because again,
1: again, technically, it's the where the camera is is quite impressive. Eh, how they, are the camera moving about. Uh, oh yes, yes, yes. It was somebody skating scenes.
0: All right. Uh, well, good thing about though. the camera work. Oh my god. Yeah. So there's yeah. like this one scene where it's, um, it's Tonya skating and going from one one side of the the actual rink to the other one so she goes yeah. and she's she's talking to one judge and then she skates and she goes to the next judge and he can just following her from there to there and yeah. i thought that was great there's one shot that and i want to believe once again want to believe her because you're telling my body budget and maybe what was cg and maybe what was not cg a right. long take yeah particular yeah, long take t- that probably will go down no, yeah, i've seen in a movie from last year so no, I, I, I,
1: no, I noticed um her face the face not lining up properly at times. Um, you pick, I wasn't eagle eyeing it, but if I wasn't eagle eyeing it, but I still notice. Right. And so it was still don't take the different or anything like that, but you notice and it was fine. And again, it would have it would have been a problem if um the movie was like thirty million dollars or whatever it is. Yeah. Um, uh, but when you when I saw the budget, I was like, okay, you know, because I, in my head I was like, yeah, this is like thirty million dollars, twenty million dollars yeah. kind of thing. Yeah they cut corners But no it's 10 11 million dollars Yeah like,
0: right, good. Now well the technical stuff These were those things Where the speed exactly. didn't take my, oh, Too much of it Exactly Just that, exactly. that one shot Like I say Where it's just her spinning And it just felt like She was just spinning And spinning and spinning Like kind of unrealistically But then again Right I'm not too keen In all things um, Figure skating, anyway So maybe that was real Maybe that was right. really her I And not too sure I anyway, um, but yeah, yeah, the camera work I thought was great. it was like this nice little crane shot where it's like the camera just lifting up from from a from a, a right, a yeah, yeah. When she she it started, just when like she started it was like she routine, just looking yeah. up. Yeah, I thought that was yeah, great yeah, that was a good well. shot, yeah. Yeah, um, there's a couple of words which felt a little sluggish. Other than that, though, um, I love the piece of it. I love how it was put together. This was like this is just clearly style and substance working together. It had something right. to see, it had something to see um, about. know her being a woman about her being from which her being from where she's from and being in this you know really established um sport like um like figure skating you know and just just the the persecution she received though like at the very end though i you know like well sorry the climax of the film i was i was like legit feeling so sorry for her you know like you would you would look at that there are a few moments where it's like i see why she's that way i see why she's grew up to be this tough and all that and i kind of like i respect her for 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 being that way but i don't really like her that way um but just just things that happened to her right after that incident was just like well and you know, even before that, you know, especially with a relationship with, the, with the ex- well, uh with ex husband, you know, it's like stuff like the like that. I do even I didn't even know about it actually. But the worst part about it too, the well, the big irony about the whole movie in general is like it's just really the film kind of saying, yeah, remember back in the nineties, I used to laugh at her, I used to make fun of her. Yeah, 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 ha 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 ha. Well, jokes on you. So this is really what went down. You, yeah, yeah. You're no, they make out? it. Oh, they no? make okay.
1: it. They make that work in terms of like she being the victim of of the whole thing, even though she not like you can argue she is or isn't. But yeah. they get into the idea of her being in the spotlight, how she had nothing and nobody, um, you know, and how to how to have a working relationship with, with public now. Yeah. You know, she's yeah, she's a person who just became a joke forever. Exactly. Like, forever. And it was brutal. Yeah. How they make it work now. And um, they, they really, really get to that emotional weight of it. No?
0: Yeah, um, exactly. Um, and just the, the, the ending of it, well, at least the 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 um the last few moments of the film yeah. itself. I really well, well. Not to spoil anything, but it really shows how how she's still willing to get back up, and, and despite the abuse, right. despite the licks you know, she yeah. still gets back up and still continues fighting. I thought so that like a really inspirational way to end the story, right? Um yeah. yeah, yeah. They, I mean, something that didn't they, expect, they, but really powerful way to end the talk.
1: Yeah, they make and they make the culture because it is, it's the old culture of gatekeeping, and it is you know in the case of class, it have, it, a lot of these industries, a lot of these big big systems, and they had very little to do with talent. Yeah. Right. Let's admit that, especially women's sports. It's just about looking good and entertaining the crowd and this kind of stuff now. Um, And a lot of these people had to go through these rings just so life to be easier for other people now. Um, I forget who who it is, uh, a famous figure skating girl. There's a documentary about a famous figure skating girl from France, a black girl. And she had kind of roughly a a similar story now. Um, Because again, yeah, but she's the only person to do, like, much like how she was the first to do the triple axel. Um, American female to do triple axel. Um, this was the f- she was the first to do a backflip on one leg or some land, you know, something like that. Uh, Jesse shared talent of who was beyond everything else. Jesse didn't get a fair shake. People think it's a big part of it is race, but you know, it's class and and the gatekeeping is be part of it. So you're not sure if it's a real decision people making you know, or you can't live up to our standards. But people are saying it's both now. Yeah. It's, it's a system designed to kinda keep you out kinda of thing. And yeah, the, the judges like straight up saying, Yeah, you yeah, just don't have the look. And you just straight up like put it out to China. And a lot of that works. Um Yeah, I I this is this movie for me was excellent. I didn't yes, expect yes, to enjoy it. this much. Um I could forgive the technical issues because of of uh, you know, the budget's fine. Um but yeah, this this worked.
0: Well, me, I, I agree with you as well. This this is an example of style and substance working together. I love the the full documentary slash mockumentary style oh, of it. Sure. I love well yeah. the docudrama style of it. I love that you got both pers- well diff- many perspectives of the same incident, and you know it's really up to the to the viewer to figure out which really which really did happen or not. You know. Uh, although yes, it's right. kind of clear what what happened and who's to blame and whatnot um i love right. the way how they broke the fourth wall <laughs> and there's this nice little style yeah, yeah. where you would hear a voice of a narration and it would end with that same person breaking the fourth wall i thought that was a really yeah yeah I like i
1: like it it works it works for the most part
0: yeah um but yeah like i said style and substance work well here i really really enjoy this it's a shame I, I saw this in 2018 because this would yeah. have been in my, in my top 17 list for it'll sure. probably yeah it'll probably for make sure. a,
1: yeah it'll be in my list as well
0: yeah so for me this gets a strong four out five man this is the real deal go see this yeah. as, well as you and margot robbie has right. to get a nomination for this um allison yeah. I i really for prefer to win best supporting actress for this Right. my god she just killed it here but yeah this movie was excellent from start to end not perfect of right. course little technical issues and narrative issues here there but still this is the real red right here but yeah what is I, your
1: uh, yeah i get us i get us a high a very high movie tongue actually um, nice nice a lot of it works, um, it pays itself very well, it was an okay character piece in the first hour and then that second hour just ramped everything up in all the good, all the right ways, <laughs> yeah, uh,
0: that did it. Yeah. and it,
1: you know, again, Sebastian Stan in particular just had me cracking up on how, like, how perfect he was playing that role, yep. he was good, <laughs> um, Alison J.D. was great in this, and it was just so brutal, just the, the kind of emotional, you know, ringer she went through, now this character goes through, and it, it works, yeah. it works, especially that last piece where she was played to the judge.
0: Mm-hmm. so goddamn that, that, that sad. Moment, boy, that moment really, yeah. really, really yeah. hit my heart. But
1: yeah. yeah, that was sad and yeah. real unfortunate. Like you know, they knew exactly how to fuck it, fuck with her. Now. Mm-hmm. Like all right, cool. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So that's it.
0: Right. And last but not least, now we'll get to the well. Actually, this is technically the first 2018 movie that I'll be reviewing for um for the series here. Uh, right. And I had. <laughs> And this is funny because I had to make a choice between this and two other action films that came out this year. The first being Proud Mary, which was one that I was excited to see because I'm a guilt tragedy, Henson Henson in it, sorry. And then I did it it was kind of garbage. And the next one being The Commuter, which is with um, Liam Neeson. And I was on the impression that he was done doing these thrillers. He was getting too old for this, but he's doing another one right that, and, that, that, and, oh, yeah, that was that like a good this? matinee kind of film anyway
1: right So not coming out this week right
0: no it came on like two weeks ago actually it's out now
1: what the commuter
0: yeah the commuter is out it's out in yeah. united in trinidad yeah you did
1: to... wow i missed that i thought that was coming out a while well, no oh, no, no
0: no 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 um because initially initially, initially when proud mary came out I, I told you i was gonna wait the second week and then watch that with the commuter that okay. was the second week. So, but then Twelve Strong came. I was like, "Yeah, we'll but you that. know, Twelve Strong actually looking a lot better." I mean, for one thing, it's a war film. Right. I mean, come on. So, yeah, I took in Twelve Strong. Right? Um, it's directed by Nikolai Fugazig, Fugazig, right. Fugazig. Okay, that's weird. Um, all I know is that it's produced by none other than legendary producer Jerry Bruckheimer. Right, yeah. Who has given us, of course, the pirates franchise? Um, you know the Bad Boys movies, uh, Crimson Tide, Top Gun. You know, um, even like you know big nineties um, blockbusters. Like you know, um, he did the rock. I was I was taking fees, so first, like, but he did the rock. Um, right. So yeah, when it comes to like you know action and, and stuff, you know he's the guy who 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 you really look at uh, when it comes to that. Um, but I don't know. Like to me, that wasn't really the the the, the name that drew me to this project. Actually, the name that drew me to the project was uh, Chris was Chris Hemsworth, right. Thor himself, yes. Thor on a horse. We get to see Thor on a horse with you know <laughs> with automatic um, guns. You know what I mean, yeah. so it's like horse come on, yeah, Ho- yeah. <laughs> but um, but basically, this is based on true events. Um, it's based right. on a a fiction book called Horse Soldiers which is funny because right. there was a movie back in like the late 50s with John Wayne, of all people, called The Horse Soldiers, right? So, you know, cool name. Right. So, this story begins right after the Setup uh 2001 um, incident, of course, the moment right. that changed America and, the, and, you know, the whole free will forever, basically. Um, so, like, literally hours after the event took place, um, of course, the, the mm-hmm. military is scrambling. And in this case, this particular team, well, this team is formed between... Um, these U.S. Army Green Berets and um, CIA paramilitary, paramilitary, sorry, officers, right? So, basically, they have some intel that, um, well, this these Taliban cells are located in these in this um, mountainous region of Afghanistan. So the plan basically is to try to wipe them out before they get more powerful enough to conquer right. majority of Afghanistan and possibly, you know, do another attack on you know some other area in the world. So, Chris Hemsworth, as he's introduced, he's a family man, and I this want, want to get to one floor there one time. Um, they do a cliché, right? Right. You've seen this cliché before. You know the cliché. Family man is watching right. TV... Yeah, All of a DC sudden, 9/11. the report comes up on TV, 9-11. 9/11. Daddy, yeah, you gotta, look at the TV. Yeah. And he stands go to call, and he's shocked call, and he's call, like... Call to Duty, yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> they do yeah. that in this movie. Yeah. And I was willing to let it slide because it's basically a true story, but I was like... Still. Still bullshit. Still. Come on, man. Yeah. This is cliche. This yeah. is This is... Two thousands war movie cliche one like, on.
1: I, I was watching this and I was like, wait, this movie should be at least ten to fifteen years old, you know, like I why, know, right? <laughs> Why is this coming out now?
0: Uh, but anyway, right. So at, at at the moment, um, he is off duty. He spent time with his arm um, with, with his wife and um well, the wife actually believed that, uh, was if you remember from Fast Five, well, from Fast Five up to Defeated the, the Furious, remember the Brazilian woman who had a relationship with... Um, with, with right, um, with Dom, yeah, up, yeah. Who had a child in it, yeah. So he goes, back to, he goes back to the field, basically. Uh, he talks to his superiors, one of them being William Fincher, um, who, I swear, is sporting some kind of um, ball. Like, he's ball, like his character is ball, but I have a feeling like it was just this ball cap that he had in his head. I'm not too okay. sure, like, I don't watch it <laughs> see. But well, the actor is
1: look kind of ball a yeah. little bit. But whoever, uh, he's whoever, He's sixties. He's look good.
0: Yeah. Uh, um, yeah. It's
1: fic, There's fit. Nothing. If I yeah. remember correctly, not Fincher. Whatever.
0: Right. Another another character. Well, another actor I didn't expect to see him in it was um Rob Riggle.
2: Yeah. Well, Rob well, Riggle, well, Riggle. Well,
0: actually, he is the superior that he speaks to first. Actually, and right. From well, what Rob, I heard, Rob, actually, he he did serve time with the the, mili- yeah. the U.S. military as well.
1: Yeah, Rob Briggle is an actual Marine, yeah. yeah, like, a while. That was like and a running joke, and we know that from since his days on Daily Show.
0: Yeah, and if I'm not mistaken, I believe he knows the character that he's playing here. You know. Right,
1: If I, I heard that somewhere, I'm not sure, but um, yeah. uh, he is the... It was his superior officer, I
2: think, or something oh, along okay, those lines. okay, okay, that's, that's
0: cool. Yeah. Right. yeah. yeah. So, so, so you're a great soldier. Let me, let me just get out of the bat. You're a great soldier, right? But you've never been in combat before. But all of a sudden, right. you're coming up to me like, yeah, you want to fight. Like, dude, no. Just go <laughs> go in this office here. Go by go by this desk and do some people work, dude. You know what I mean? Right. But, of course, Chris would be any guy that he is, he's just like, well, sorry, he plays Captain Mitch Nelson. So he's just like, well, you know what? Dude, no, 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 no. I, I have to fight here. I have to do this. I am more than ready to do this. So they talk about a little bit more and it's like, well, all right, cool. Well, we'll send you. But we're not gonna send you by yourself. We're gonna send eleven more men to assist you. You're gonna go to Afghanistan, and what you're gonna do basically, you're not gonna just go and bomb up a whole set of um of Taliban. That's that's not what we want you to do as yet. You have to meet up with this. Uh, well, you have to meet up first with yeah with another superior. Well, Chief War Officer. Um, he's played by um Michael Shannon. He plays Carl Spencer. Once yeah. again, he's he's one of those characters who, well, sorry, well they meet up before they, they go to Afghanistan. I forget. And with Michael Shannon, they do another cliche, which is, <laughs> son, i going off to war.
1: Oh, boy. <laughs> so,
0: take care of the family, right? Don't yeah, no worry, yeah, I'm going to be back. Yeah, And, of course, the son being like, you're uh, yeah. lying, I hate you. But yeah, one particular but kid giver was like, yeah. but you see what's going on here, Jud. Yeah, he a are slap you him a slap so him. Angry, though? Like, you understand yeah. what going on here? You really can't, yeah. you know? Um, yeah, yeah, another another actor who was in this, I I well I actually saw him in the, in the TV spots because I didn't see any, I refused to watch any trailers, for I only saw it in the TV spots, Michael right. Pena.
1: Okay, yeah, 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 I know he was in
0: this. Yeah. yeah, he was in it as well. They do a cliche basically, where's like where well, the kids sleeping, and I gotta see you again, um, whitey. Right. So let me just do it one last time, <laughs> and then she kind of come up and say, "Uh, no, well, when you come back, then we will actually do it." It's like, okay, okay, that sounds like a plan. All right, cool. You know, it, that was that was kind of clever, like a little attempted humor. I, I thought that would right. So basically, all of them go down to Afghanistan, and the plan basically is that they have to meet up with um. It's called the Northern Alliance, or at least that's what the US military called it, right? So right, this is this what is, uh, Afghanistan general, his name is um Abdul Dostum. Yeah. Yeah, and basically he his plan basically is just to try to wipe out the Taliban within that yeah, area. It's, right? It's right.
1: Yeah. So Aranga, yeah, yeah. So I, I if I remember correctly, during the, the Afghani war, uh yeah, they
0: had to suss out
1: a lot of that early shenanigans involved with the Taliban. Because what, what happened is that well, we know the the old history, but he had a, basically a not necessarily Muslim group of people Yeah, that was versus the Taliban, which was, which was basically fundamentalist Muslim. Though. Right, exactly. Uh,
0: yeah. Well, a function so of it's, that. You
1: could, get, yeah, you could get into that debate about if they were kind of worse than the Taliban in some ways because, you know, they used to do a lot of abuse and warlord stuff now. Um, oh, but, but they had they decided had the, the United States and, you know, the, side, the, side yeah. part the United States have an obnoxious track record of picking the wrong guys to back now. Mm. Uh, but yeah, this was this was just a mess and but in this movies as well as Yeah, America, so you know, they have no yeah. time for nuance.
0: Exactly right. And and he's yeah. just basically the guy who knows the layout, he knows the land, he knows the mountains, he knows the caves where these Taliban where these Taliban soldiers are hiding and whatnot. So yeah, he is the guy basically to help them out. But he has his own purpose. You know, um well, you know, it's revealed that, you know, his village was um was is being controlled by by the yeah. um the taliban um so right. you know for him now it's more personal this is why he has to wipe them out um yeah. for the other soldiers it's just like well this is our routine job and one thing though is like um well within um fincher's character he's he said that basically this thing is gonna uh this thing is like a six-week job now but you have to yeah. get this done before the winters come around because around november time that's when it starts to get really cool in those areas now, but. Mr. Mitch Nelson was like, hey, we could do this in three weeks now. Yeah. We can,
1: yeah, and he was like, oh, oh, okay, okay. <laughs> yeah. Three weeks?
0: All right. Cool. Oh, all right. That. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah well, well, go ahead. Three weeks There, Three weeks. Okay, cool. All right. That's so, good. just let him go ahead there because because it's Chris Hemsworth, man. A Nazi tigger. Let um, us jump into review. Let me just jump into the actual review here one time. So, yes. Chris Chris Hemsworth is great in this film. Um, he... You know I mean? He's a leading man, right? And he really does show it here. Um, he's not cracking a bunch of wise... Cr- he doesn't do a bunch of wise cracks like in Thor Ragnarok, but, you know, right. he just has that stern, determined look. You know, he's that person that you could see being a leader to these people, right? Leader to these soldiers. You know, you buy it to... You want to you wanna rush with him into battle, right? He's that type of person. Um, but I thought that overall the performances were, 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 were decent. Not great, but for what they're went for it was pretty decent. Um, Michael Shannon yeah. is Michael Shannon. Just he is just. I was expecting him to throw a, a fit, but he didn't, unfortunately. Um, but you know, Michael Shannon was just still there. He's still commanding. You know, his, in his performance as well. Uh, Michael Pena, he's like the everyday man. He's just that guy who would, you know, crackle joke every once in a while to kind of like the mood and everything. And you know, I thought yeah. that was okay. Um, a person that I, I was I was looking at the face. I was like. I know this guy from somewhere, and I can't believe that it's only when I went home and I read up the IMDb page. I was like, oh, is that dude? Trevante Rhodes was in this. Okay. Yeah. Um. From yeah. From Moonlight. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I was like, oh, that's him, because I'm watching. Yeah. It's like, okay, I know this guy. I know this guy from somewhere, but the name escapes me and the movie escapes me as well. Um. But one but oh yes, and I forgot to mention too the actor who plays um General Dustum. I thought that he was actually the most complex character um in the entire film. Because right. for one thing he comes off as this wise this wise character, this guy who knows a lot about how the Taliban works and, you know, just the purpose of them wanting to wipe them out and, uh, But, you know, he, he comes off like this. Like I don't know, like this sage, like this wise teacher, like he knows war, he knows battle. Now, there's even one scene where he where he looks at um as, at at Chris Evans with he's saying, "Well, you don't have the eyes of a killer. This guy right. have 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 killer eyes. This guy have killer eyes, but you don't have no killer eyes." You know what I mean? So right. this man has been in 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 the in the war itself. Now he knows what it's about, but he has this kind of code of ethics now, which which I really like. Where you know it's for a purpose basically. It's not about superiority or anything that is for purpose um right. basically with the military they had the advantage well they had the advantage sorry of um having these um planes hovering over these um outposts and you know once they get the the proper location yeah they just used to drop bombs on them now right yeah right. but still in, in 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 the chance that those things will work out when if a soldier or two happen to escape then that's where they have to kind of rush in and shoot them. But what makes this film pretty different and kind of, well, fun, but in a little cheesyish kind of way, is that they use horses. Right. And there are some really cool, badass action sequences involving soldiers on horses gutting down other soldiers who aren't on horses, you know what I mean? And, like, right. when you think about like, when you really think about it, it's kind of dumb, it's, like, real cheesy... 80s kind of action stuff but right, Rambo well, Tree yeah Rambo Tree but what I like to is that it overall just with the inclusion of these horses and just how they use here it kind of brings a western style to it as well Now you know it's almost like yeah this is a western you're watching here and this is like this big like the Alamo basically this big battle between you know, cowboys and Indians basically if you want if you want to use that yeah. that that analogy, right? Um and I thought it made for some really great moments though, some really entertaining moments. I would say not, you know, like yes, this is plausible and I buy into this, but just entertaining to watch. Um I thought that the director handled the action sequences very well. There was no shaky cam from what I saw. Um there was lots right. of like wide and medium shots. The shots didn't last. <laughs> the, the, the shots didn't run for like half of a second like see you know Resident Evil the final chapter and other horrid you know attempts at action you know action filmmaking this one you yeah. could tell what was going on you know it was very kinetic it was very very entertaining to watch um one thing though and I was I was this is actually not bad but you know just something that I noticed uh it never goes for being overly violent or you know, right. per- pervasively violent or brutal. Like, this is not... Um, this is not... Hacksaw Ridge. I was worried that right. we were going to get Hacksaw Ridge. Where we were going to get another movie where... You know, you just have to glorify the violence of war. And seeing people dying and all that kind of stuff. There. You know, it's not like that. Right. It's, it is bloody, but not too bloody as all. that It just kind of plays off as just... A, you know, a run in the middle action movie. Um right. And this is where we get to, like, the biggest flow in the movie... I mentioned it already yeah you can't help but watch this and even though the story is different even though yeah, even though the story is well at least we always told all this what's going on is different like you've never seen soldiers on, on on horseback like american soldiers on horseback in afghanistan fighting all these taliban soldiers but still the way how the story is told just the elements of it it really does feel like like stuff that you've seen in war films like in yep. the past couple decades Hacksaw Ridge for one, Um, even the year before last year I talked about um, 13 Hours from Michael Bay which I thought was pretty decent for a Michael Bay movie and I've seen a lot but it, you know, like if you've seen, (laughs) if you've seen a war movie in the past like 10 or 15 years, especially movies related to 9-11 then yeah, you kind of know what you're going to get with this one here, yeah. Yeah. Like I said, the cliches are there. I, I kinda let them slide because I know what they are trying to do. But at the same time I was like, oh gosh, man, like you're you 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 still trying to do this this sort of psychological thing or they really trying to manipulate me to really care, like I mean, understand, but come on, it's been done already, right? right. Um Also in terms of this like, you know, standard action movie fair, the, the villains themselves, the Taliban themselves, they uh, like the equivalent of like the stormtroopers in Star Wars You know, they shoot yeah. But they never hit the heroes at all You know, the heroes yeah, yeah. probably get like a little A little a little, shot, a little well, peck In the shoulder. shoulder or, or the yeah, cheek, yeah, yeah. whatever it is yeah, yeah, But, bullshit, yeah. yeah Probably might get shot in the foot But never in the right. knee, you know, nothing like that Never in the cut, yeah, nothing nah, nah. like that, you know um, And just the one bad guy The one leader of this group that they're hunting down because I guess the film needs to have a bad guy, but because he's barely in the show, it don't really care. He's just a face. He's just yeah. that that um that Jafar looking character from from Al uh, from um, Aladdin. Sorry, just need that yeah, one no, bad right. guy with the long black beard for us to be like, yeah, we hate you, you know. And even right. given one scene that I was looking at it, I was like, okay. Now I don't want to believe that this is what all Muslims believe. But it's, it's basically this this scene with a prisoner that they're going to shoot and because of what the prisoner did so it's against their law basically what the prisoner did and right. I don't want like for me you now because I don't know everything or... I don't I'm not knowledgeable in all things um Islam I don't want to say well this is what all Muslims believe but at the same time it was just like a real cheap way to say yes he's a bad guy it's like right. a real like it reminded me of those eighties action movies from like canon Ram- you know rambo tree rambo tree delta rambo force tree. you know those things where you have yeah. to show your villain being ridiculously evil like right. one or two moments where he's just so bad nah, that you're supposed to hate on him for the entirety of the show yeah, even though you don't see him yeah. for the
1: rest of the show right <laughs> you yeah to establish that
0: yeah and i felt they could have handled that way better way smarter have a little bit more nuance into it, not just Oh, he's he's a Taliban leader, so he's evil, you know. Yeah. Give him a little context. Look, shows like look, dude, perfect example. Black Hawk Down. I don't know the context of the war itself. It wasn't just a bunch of Somali men with guns with um, with AKs shooting down at an American soldiers. It was context. To it. There was a story that was that was building up to it, and you understand why they were doing what they were doing. And I felt they could have applied that to a movie like this here. Um, the movie clocks in about two hours and nine minutes. It didn't feel as long when I was watching it, but um, there were a couple of moments I keep seeing this throughout the entirety of this um, episode here. Where yeah, there are moments that do drag a bit, um, and personally, you know, like like it like it took it took a while for the action scenes to really come true. But when they do when they do come true, I thought that they were you know they were well handled and they were they were really excellent. To, you know, it's just a great experience actually, um, okay. but. me though and this is just a big like for me the biggest gripe of the movie and i'll throw out a couple examples of why how they could have made it better is the 12 themselves like right and i don't want to say this is like hollywood cliche or just how hollywood movies are today but yes i know you're not gonna get enough time to showcase 12 characters i understand that but there are some moments where like i didn't even know i didn't remember Oh, this guy was from the 12. Oh, this guy was from the 12. They were just in the background, basically. The movie yeah. just kind of focused on like four or five characters, basically. And everybody else is just in the background, just firing shots. But like, I didn't really care for them. And, and like, you know, you had shows like Duty Doesn't Know*. you know, The Man Seven Which right. took time to really flesh out flesh all out the, the characters. Yeah, yeah. It didn't spend even, too even much he, time, he, but yeah, enough yeah, for because you because to he,
1: care. He, even the recent Denzel remake... <laughs>
0: Um, uh, yeah, was, bad, the, yeah, which was which was great actually. I really, Fine, wow. right. Yeah, I, really I thought that was solid, yeah. Yeah.
1: Uh, even that, like again, it took time to reference it and then say, Okay, yeah, you don't have time to do so many characters, you still have to tell your story. And I'll admit it suffered a little bit, but it, what it decided to do is say, Okay, let's contextualize this with the mirror evil versions of each other though.
0: Yeah. I mean show so some it, of the characters in that movie right, were. Like you have the Asian guy, yeah, right. You have the knife you have the knife wheeling guy. Yeah. And that's all he does. He quiet. He just play with knives. But still, it's a character. I get it. Not oh well, this white boy with glasses and this other yeah. fellow who like to read a National Geographic magazine. Like I'm not gonna remember these characters. He introduced them to right. me fine. Yeah. But when he should go in on, am I gonna look out, hey National Geographic guy here? No, I. Yeah. Yeah. I just look at that the the big faces and um, now in in the film's defense now. The other n- characters in 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 the twelve. They are not like big names now. So, of course, you're going to look at Chris Hemsworth or Michael Shannon or Michael Pena or even, you know, uh um, Rhodes, you know. But the other characters are sorry. Like, I don't know them to say, hey, I saw this guy on a show. So, you know, because I'm not going to remember names. I'm sorry. I'm not going to remember Mitch Nelson. You know, that's Chris Hemsworth's name in the film. But g- at least give me some moments where the characters are doing something. I felt they more focused right. on like four or five lead characters instead of the others, so, you know? Even in the quiet moments, it could have given us a little bit more time with the other characters. So when the battles are going on, now I could actually care, you know? Right. Um, but yeah, as far as January movies go, this is actually... This is surprisingly really good, though. Um, I wouldn't say okay. it was a total waste of time. It just feels like, you know, just a matinee film, just something basic you know just something you could just kill time and just watch if you have nothing right. else better to do but i mean the story is endearing it, it, it didn't really grip me the way i wanted it to but i mean the story is pretty amazing there's these guys who went on this effort who actually pull off this this mission um yeah. and actually well they actually said it at the very end where the um well uh ty- well uh text got at the very end that this well with these horse soldiers being involved, it resulted in probably one of the biggest um, defeats in Taliban history. Like, just what they did during those those three weeks, now, you know. It was a big right. um, loss for those guys, you know what I mean? And that's amazing, yeah, yeah. actually. So, yeah, you know, they are they are unsung heroes and I'm glad that there's a film like this really commemorating them, really honoring them. But you're yeah. right, though. This is something that could have come out like five, ten, at least five years earlier than than 20, 2018, John. You know, yeah. I mean, it feels a little dated And they do yeah. use some some Manipulative techniques to make us Care, you know to Remind us about those times And the war on terror and stuff like that But I, I see it more As just this disposable Action flick, but it has hearted. Yeah. It. it has some, it has soul to it. Not a lot of depth unfortunately Especially with the, with the characters, but still We're checking out, so uh, for me yeah. I would give this a strong show out of 5 It was alright, it was alright Um <laughs> If you like your Cribs uh, Chris Hemsworth and you wanna see him on a horse with a gun firing at, at, at soldiers and you you you're, <laughs> you're willing to to just enjoy it and just shovel popcorn in your mouth instead of just laughing at how silly it looks, then yeah, I, I <laughs> you'll actually enjoy it. But um if you're looking for more depth, if you're looking for more realism, if you're looking for more you know, like something that you will walk out really feeling like, Yeah boy, this really did impact me you know like say we were soldiers or hacks or rich you're not gonna get that with this movie it's a it's an action movie true and true but just based on a true story but you know it's what it, it wouldn't it wouldn't hurt for you to to give it a look so yeah if you like them kind of thing and especially if you're looking for something worthwhile to watch in january yeah i say give um to a stronger look
1: right cool all right. all
0: right so with all that being said ricardo where can we find you online
1: you can find me, Ampersat, R M E D D Y, on Twitter. And then you can just type in Ricardo Medina on Facebook.
0: All right. You can also find me on Twitter as well. Look for You can look for Legally Black MGB, MGB in capital letters. You can also find me on Facebook. Just look for Machibedi alongside a Legally Black blog official fan base where you can find a link to this podcast here as well as the others that we've done over the past um, two years or so. Nice. All right, so stuff to look forward to. Um, well, just in terms of the well, all right. First off, before I forget, we have to talk about the Oscar nominees list, which I believe is supposed to be coming out this week. At the time is recording. Um nice. So I'll make sure to run through those. Well, sorry, run through the list and and me. I won't be able to do a predictions at the moment yet because I mean I haven't seen the I haven't seen all of these films and I know for sure I'm not going to see all of them anyway. But I'm just going to run through the ones. That has, the, you know, the movies and the, the nominees and, the, you know, just the actors and actresses that have been nominated and, you know, share my thoughts on that. Um, also, just keeping with the whole Oscar vibe, um, Darkest Hour is coming out finally in theaters down here in Trinidad. Um, so, I'll make the effort to check that out. I mean, I'm a boy, Gary Gorman nice. in it. Um, and already, even though I haven't seen the film, a kind of rooted film to win Best Actor, Although, right. I have a feeling your boy, Daniel Day-Lewis, might end up beating him for, you know, Phantom Thread. But, yeah, so like uh, it's, it's, yeah it's, it's, it's depending on when we see Phantom Thread. I really want to see Phantom Thread. And I hope that gets nominated it. I really hope so. Right,
1: yeah. Phantom Tread is, is probably the next movie I'll try to sing. And then um, Paddington, I'll do a review of as well.
0: Right, yeah. Paddington 2, um, The Shape of Water, which yeah. I'm so excited to see. Um, I would be so happy if this movie gets a Best Picture nom. Um, although, I... Not too sure, but at least give um, Gil- Guillermo del Toro a best director. No, I'm not. Just, just give him a uh, Yeah. If he wins, um, I'll be so happy, he... but yeah. Um, also, before Something I forget, there's uh, I, uh, Corby by Your Name. We haven't seen that yet. Right. Uh, yeah. The Florida Project. Haven't seen that one right. yet, too. Um, yeah, I'd have picked that off. Yeah. Um, and, and also, it's... before I forget, in terms of TV shows, like I said, with the um, with my review of Runaways, I'll make the effort to check out season one of The Gifted. That you wrapped up last week at the time is recording. So right. I'll binge all 13 episodes. Yeah, all 13 episodes. And hopefully within the next episode, if not the next episode, the following episode, I will do a review of that. Right. All right. So that's pretty much about it. So once again, guys, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, good night. Whenever you're listening to this, this was Match Billy and Ricardo Medina. And we are signing off from another episode of Bears Beats and Billy. So until the next one. Take care. Peace. Thanks.